leading up to the, me starting in the TV series, I started reading the comic. And I was slightly like, well, I want to leave that. Because what I'd already read was The Rise of the Government. And that's Robert's book. And I think that book is just fantastic. I think it's a great novel. And that's where my character lives. He's more that character. He lives in there rather than the graphic novel, I would say. And so when I started reading the graphic novel, I was slightly... Uh, I felt that there was a gap between where the rise of the governor finished and the graphic novels pick him up and, was, and I was I wanted to explore the gap in between those two stories what's that man being how did he get here from here and that's I think is the territory where we're working in at the moment very you know it was very cool in the beginning it was just painful and hard and intense and then once the, the comfortability starts to develop and the muscles start to stop screaming um, you know there actually becomes a really interesting bond that you develop with it and then so then you really Really started to say, oh, this is why, you know, and then understanding how it's such a perfect weapon for Michonne in the world that she's in, you know, this this weapon in this world, and then feeling that bond myself with the with the weapon, it's um, it's pretty great. It's been pretty cool. Yeah. And mentally, how is it stepping into her mind? And she requires a lot, you know what I mean? I mean, firstly, she's like 100% always extremely focused, and she's, you know, she also has no problem with her, you know, rage expression. So, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, I'm, it's, it's very interesting stepping into someone that unapologetic. Um, and I'm un- I'm pretty unapologetic, but, you know, I care about, you know, making sure I'm a pretty, you know, polite chick, you know what I mean? She's not really concerned with that, you know, and why should she be? Um, so it was very interesting stepping into someone that she's very intense. And like, you know, her intensity is a mystery. Where is it coming from? Why? But like, so, you know, it's like living in that and not really explaining to anybody why. It was, uh, it's very interesting. It's like sometimes I was right there with her, and sometimes I had to to get to her, you know, so it was that journey. Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. The roundtables at New York Comic Con. I'll be asking all the questions, but then you'll hear me actually ask the questions to the stars. In this session, we have David Morrissey and Denai Guerra. And they played two iconic roles from the graphic novel that now appear on the series. Actually, I have to say, I saw you in uh, The Rapture, and what you did in that movie was awesome. Was Didn't I see in the it coming. I wasn't in The Rapture. Well, it was oh, all the reaping. The, the reaping. Yeah, That's the one. yeah. I got my title. <laughs> That'd have been That's all right. But not the That's all right. I was nearly just about to go. Oh, thank you very much. No, no, the reaping. I knew it. Yeah. No. Well, that was the last time I was in the South. I was in. Sadly, I was in New Orleans when uh, Katrina came through. I was there, so it was a bit of a strange old time for us down there. For everybody else, you know, I mean, uh, very big, big, tough time for me and everybody else down there. But, um, thanks for that. There's more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. And for David Morrissey, what's it like to step into the role of the governor, who is considered a legendary character? Were you aware of who he was? No, I wasn't. I, I, did, I don't know the comics. I do now, but I didn't when I came along. And uh, But I loved the show. I knew the TV series. I was a big fan of the, the you know, before I started, I was a, came to the show as a big fan because I've known Andrew for a long time. And uh, in the pilot was Lenny James, who's also a friend of mine who played Morgan, who I think is a great actor, who's here now. And so I sat down to watch it because those guys were in it, and that was it. I was hooked. Uh, so I loved it so when I was in LA and they said they wanted to see me for the show they didn't say what character uh, I was like you know absolutely kicking the door in and then um, I really like Glenn Mazzara who's the new the showrunner who I think's great 
and uh, he outlined little things about the character but again because I didn't know the comic I didn't and then when they offered me the role it sort of fleshed out a bit but it wasn't really until they announced that I was playing the role that I went whoa that's that wave of sort of fandom came at me and how loved that character is you know so that's what, that was when I became aware of it here the actor discusses his Doctor Who experience well, because uh, the Doctor Who fans don't have a comic to follow, they're watching it as it goes out. Uh, there, was, there wasn't the anticipation. The anticipation with Doctor Who was whether I was going to be the next Doctor Who. That was the whole thing, and that went on for about a year. And I wasn't allowed to tell anybody, and I wasn't allowed to tell my kids, which was really awkward for about a year. <laughs> and uh, are we moving to Cardiff? No, I got it. <laughs> so uh, that was tough. But it was a different thing with this because because they do have the book, they have the graphic novel, they they know what it is, they have the look of the guy, that you know, they, they, they wanted to know all those things really. So it's different, but I wouldn't say it was more anticipation. Did you read the comics before starting the role? I did. I read bits of them. I, I, I started reading them. I've read them all now, but leading up to the, me starting in the TV series, I started reading the comic. And I was slightly like, well, I want to leave that. Because what I'd already read was The Rise of the Government. And that's Robert's book. And I think that book is just fantastic. I think it's a great novel. And that's where my character lives. He's more that character. He lives in there rather than the graphic novel, I would say. And so when I started reading the graphic novel, I was slightly... Uh, I felt that there was a gap between where the rise of the governor finished and the graphic novels pick him up. And I, was, I wanted to explore the gap in between those two stories. What's that man been? How did he get here from here? And that's I think, is the territory where we're working in at the moment. Hi, there's more of the Dead Session, so stick around. Let's get back to the Dead Sessions. What was it like for both of you to step into an established ensemble like this one? Uh, it was great. I mean, they're very, um, uh, they're an amazing group, you know, and they, they, they embraced us. They embraced us very quickly. I got instant phone calls from, like, Lauren Cohen and helped, she helped me figure out where to live. And she came and saw a play I'd written that was up in L.A. at the time. You know, so it was just instant, like, it just felt like very much like you were already a part of a family. So, like, four of us all live in the same building. And uh, Lori Holden was also very embracing very instantly. And we spent a good, good amount of time together before we started to shoot. Uh, the, uh, the first episode that we um, the, the, the scene that we did there so it was really kind of um, amazing you know that doesn't happen all the time you know so it was really amazing they were just really embracing and you know they just they, they, they worked very hard to create an amazing excellent product and so you know they um, they welcome you and, and they they, they, it's not about there's no ego because when you're when you, when you encounter artists who are working at the, their top level you know it's not about ego it's about the work and I love that type of environment and that's who they are and as you know Dave, David's mentioned you know um, so much of it comes from um, from the top you know from actually from Andy Lincoln you know who I think having was working with him the other day, like he has like a, a boyishly beautiful pure energy you know what I mean it's like he can go back to just being a boy who just loves what he's doing like he's at play you know what I mean and as an actor you want to be at play like that and he brings that sort of energy and and makes everybody just feel um, just freshly and and a newly you know focused and enjoying the work in front of them you know so 
it's just a there's a purity to this ensemble that uh, an artistic purity that is and you don't find that everywhere really also it's it's an odd thing to say but they they want you to be good yeah they want you to be great and yeah. work and, and sadly that's not <laughs> that sometimes isn't always the case you know so but in this in this environment it really is and you know everybody wants everybody else to be great and have nothing in the way of between them and their creativity you know that's what they're, they're looking to build so it's really the lack the lack of that type of ego is amazing on the set and uh, that's what makes it a joy to do sci-fi talk returns in a moment for you you play one of the most iconic characters in the graphic novel you know sword play and all of that i mean was that something you had to learn? Did you have a little bit of that in your background? Or? I didn't. I, I learned the useless British broadsword and um, in grad school. Tough. <laughs> Tis. It's all yeah, your fault. It's all all of it. Um, <laughs> colonized or ex-colonized, you know, yeah, it's our beautiful relationship here. Uh, it actually works uh, for me. the governor. Right it just works. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it basically, uh, I had only done the broadsword in grad school and so it was a whole new thing. I mean, they're, they're completely different pieces of, of weaponry and uh, you know it was very intense it was very you know it was very cool in the beginning it was just painful and hard and intense and then once the, the comfortability starts to develop and the muscles start to stop screaming um, you know there actually becomes a really interesting bond that you develop with it and then so then you really start to say oh this is why you know and then understanding how it's such a perfect weapon for Michonne in the world that she's in you know this this weapon in this world and then feeling that bond my Myself with the with the weapon, it's um it's pretty great. It's been pretty cool. Yeah. And mentally, how is it stepping into her mind? And she requires a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, firstly, she's like a hundred percent always extremely focused, and she's you know she also has no problem with her you know rage expression. So you know it's good. it's interesting. You know, I'm, it's it's very interesting stepping in someone that unapologetic. Um, and I'm un- I'm pretty unapologetic, but you know I care about you know making sure. I'm I'm a pretty, you know, polite chick, you know what I mean? She's not really concerned with that, you know? And why should she be? Um, so it was very interesting stepping into someone that she's very intense. And, like, you know, her intensity is a mystery. Where is it coming from? Why? But, like, so, you know, it's like living in that and not really explaining to anybody why. It was, uh, it's very interesting. It's like sometimes I'm, I was right there with her and sometimes I had to, to get to her, you know? So it was that journey. Did you read the comic or just go to the scripts? I did read the comics. I'm a bit of a researcher that way. Like, I, I did want to know what the world of, of it was. And, you know, the way that she was so popular before I knew she existed, which was only when I got the first audition. You know, so I was curious as to who she was in the minds of all, you know, and, and, and to myself. I, I like reading the novels because there is something, you know, she is an adaptation. She isn't exactly how she is in the novels in, in, on the screen, as none, no one and nothing really is, you know, in terms of how this, this comic book has been adapted, you know, because you don't want to be, oh, we know exactly what's coming next because we've read the comics so what sense does that make so I I like that you know you have to as he was saying about as David's saying about the governor there has to be an arc there has to be a becoming and I think that hers um, is there's there's stuff that you know also is similar with that for her is that she's not you know exactly how she drops in in the comic book when she drops in in the show or even as she proceeds and um, what I did like about the comic book was several things but you know there was something very interesting to me also just about how she's drawn on the page there's something about how her expression on her face as she kills things you know it's not like ha! you know it's just very sometimes it's calm it's like, 
chillingly calm, you know. But then there's also kind of this, always this kind of sadness in how her eyes are drawn, you know. There was just things like that that I found very interesting that I started to just pick up on and, and, and allow to feed me. Now for Denai, is there a romance from Rashawn since there is no Tyrese? Who is in the graphic novel? You want to see her. You want to see her do what she has to do in the, the first time you see her in the book. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Right. Well, if there's a personality. Oh, that personality. No, no, I didn't say blank. You said blank. I didn't say blank. Well, you know how now how, how what sort of terrible drama would it be if you're only seeing if you only see one angle of a human being, you know? So I think there's, as I said, there's an un, there's an un, a revealing, you know what I mean? And it, you know, it's it's never given as she is. She's she's mysterious. You're not going to get it all in episode capita. You know, it's just not going to happen that way because there's an arc. There's 16 episodes, you know. So you're not going to get it all in one episode. Um, so in the sense of you know everything gets mixed up in the show so you're just not gonna get what you got in the comic book you're not gonna get the Tyrese Michonne moment in episode one of Michonne getting on the show it's just it's not how it's gonna go down um of course she has many different sides that would be obscene to not allow that of her that would be crazy Tanai is an award-winning playwright, as Gail Ann Heard reminded us in one of the other podcasts. Would she consider writing for this series? You know, I uh, my my brain only you know can focus on one thing at a time. So you know, right now I'm just focused on bringing her to life. You know, and I'll let the writers do what they're paid to do. If someone wants to give me a check, you know, we can have a chat. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, um, no, I haven't really thought about that. That's that would be a tough crossover. Yeah. Really yeah. I mean, crossing over in any department is tough. Uh, and you know, we do an eight-day turnaround, so uh, an episode is an eight-day shoot, and it's pretty full-on. So uh, you know, I think you, you playing the playing any role, particularly roles like this, it demands a lot of you. You know, and we've got great writers, but you know, it's I'm sure you could chop it up, but you would have to departmentalize in such a way, wouldn't you? Really, it's tough. What was it like for you, David? You, your character, uh, you know, when I understand you come in and you kind of stir the balance of power right now. It's like at the end of, the first, of this season, you know, uh, Grimes is in control of his group, and then you've got your group. And, uh, you know, there's what's been mentioned. That's a lot of tension between you know, that's going to happen in this season. Yeah, I mean, there's no worry about the balance of power where I'm sitting. You know what I mean? I think I know where it lies. So. I think the main thing that this season does, season three, is it it asks questions about civilization. It asks questions about how humans will interact and go forward in this new world. And we we play with that really about leadership, community, sense of responsibility, um, collective responsibility, and individual responsibility. So it's it's those type of themes that we want to play with really. And the show really opens up that sense of like the tagline says, you know, it's about who you trust. You know, the the, the threat around us is like swimming with sharks. They've got no, they're not, you should never take it personally when a shark attacks you because you're just food to them. 
but with human beings you can take it personally and that intellect of a human being and, and their enemy and their the way they approach you that's a different you can't second guess that in a way with the zombies you know don't go don't go near them do you know what I mean build your defense around them human beings you have to have a different sense of uh, security for that and the two zombies that you have I mean I mean, there's got to be some kind of choreography worked out when you're all together walking and stuff. Uh, what's, what's that like to have that? That's an interesting dynamic that most actors uh, wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was fine with it. I thought, oh, yeah, I get it. It's fine. It's great. I get it. I'm in her head. I know what it's, I know what it's about. It's cool. And then, like, you know, we, I got there to, like, just rehearse. It was, like, the first day I was going to shoot. And it was, like, the weekend before that or the Friday before. And I was just, like, working on some stuff and, and getting in the costume and working with some different swords. And then, like, the director comes in and we start playing with some stuff. And he's like, oh, 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 I want your, your pets are ready. I want, I want you to, like, I want to see what it looked like. You know, he had the camera guy there and they're all getting ready. And they're like, oh, yeah, come on. Let's, let's go see the pets. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Let's go. And, like, you know, we get outside and and um, the producer said, this is going to be the weirdest thing you've ever done. I was like, nah, I know what this is. I'm fine. Cool, whatever. And then I see them, and they have, like, the thing around the neck, you know. And they're like, stand, jaw, like, ah. And it's all, and they're like, hand me the chains. And I was like, okay, this is the weirdest thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. What has it been like to meet fans who haven't seen the characters on screen yet? Yeah, well, they've seen the show because they saw it at the end of last year. Yeah, there have been some leaks and there have been, you know, I mean, like the show has leaked like bits of things and stuff like that. So, and then the people who know the comic book, yeah, yeah. It's been very positive so far. Yeah, well, they've seen the show because they saw it at the end of last year. Yeah, there have been some leaks and there have been, you know, I mean, like the show has leaked like bits of things and stuff like that. So, and then the people who know the comic book, yeah, yeah. It's been very positive so far. I mean, you know, it's been here today and at San Diego it's been really people are very buzzed about season three and they should be I mean you know we obviously know what's going on and it's it really is such an exciting show and I mean we're loving it so we hope that you do too I'll go on record there's a lot of energy behind your character and a lot of emotion you'll be fine you'll well be you know I mean the point is it's like you know it's TV it's not like if it's yeah. like an expecting an exact transposition it's not how it's gonna work you know it's like 16 episodes you gotta just go on the journey with her you know but I think yeah folks are like what about that scene in the comic book where she and it's like that's just it's not how the show works, you know? It's just not. So you just but have to go with it. When I saw the clip of you in action, I said, that's the character. And, you know, it was that's like, cool. that's her. Thanks, Thank guys. The spirit, really. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you Thank both. You. Looking forward Great. to it. Thank you Thank all. You. And you can also enroll for a free lifetime membership at Sci-Fi Talk Plus with early release episodes, exclusive and uncut episodes. Just click on the link in the show notes. It's free for a lifetime. Now, if you subscribed, you would get weekly a day before the actual release. And it also uncut and commercial free. So there you go. This is Tony Tolado. Thanks for listening.